0: what's going on everybody no mercy has just ended it's your boy connor here and with me is mike souza and we're coming at you with our first post pay-per-view show and we're both feeling a little bit under the weather so cut us some slack but we're gonna have some fun with no mercy mike what's going on man
1: Connor it is it is a pleasure um, I'm excited our first post pay-per-view show and I think we picked quite the show to debut We are both playing a little hurt so yes bear with us but um, hey you know we just wanted to kind of come on the air right after the show ended we literally haven't really been discussing it at all this is totally organic just let it flow see where it's at and and Connor I'll be honest with you main event literally just ended we got on the phone. I, I absolutely want to chat uh, Strowman-Lesnar because that was an awesome match, but I don't know if we can lead it off any other way. Reigns-Cena, we haven't even talked about it at all. Like, where are you on this whole thing? Um, I, I I was blown away.
0: Yeah, we didn't talk about it much at all. I don't know, man. I wasn't as blown away as you were, I don't think. Really? Like, I just... Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I felt, like, uh, I felt like the pacing was really off in the beginning of the match, and um, on the... Uh, The Wrestling Fix Twitter at The Wrestling Fix. I was live tweeting tonight for No Mercy. Um, I had said John Cena for like the first 10 minutes looked like a meme in the ring. And I totally, totally stand by that. Um, It just kind of seemed to me like he was overselling like a lot in the beginning. Like almost he was uh, he, he was almost like a satire of himself. And I thought it was really strange. And I thought it made for odd pacing. It got really good in the middle. Like, I mean, we're definitely going to agree that that uh spear spot was incredible, yes, like hands down. I don't know how Roman's alive after that.
1: No, no, I mean, and it was crazy too, right? Because like Corey Graves was even kind of teasing, like, oh, he he definitely has a stinger, or like, he, you know, he's definitely hurt in his neck, and like Cole had to like rein him back in, uh, to be like, well, also, too, I mean, Cena just took a spear, I mean, my god, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. um, uh, but yeah, no, that was that was that was a tough shot through the table.
0: That was definitely a tough shot to the table. I think that was like the only thing you and I had talked about during the show. We yeah, were like, I, I remember texting you like, yo, I'm, I can't even believe he's alive. Like, right. I don't even, I don't understand that. But yeah, I don't know, man. Like in the middle, I was really impressed. Um, the ending I wasn't thrilled with, and the beginning I didn't think was really as it didn't really feel like as big fight as it was supposed to, for me. So
1: uh, listen, I'm gonna totally agree with you on the first eight to ten minutes of the match. I it was very odd to me because I'll say that. You know, it finished so strong for me that it almost uh, almost erased everything. You know, that was kind of crappy in the beginning of the match. What was weird to me Connor was like I mean, I don't know if that walkout spot was planned. Like the walkout spot sucked. Like whether now, he just thought he- of that on the fly or they were going to do it anyway and just wait for the crowd reaction, but like that took me right out of the match.
0: I don't agree with that. I, I totally I actually think that's the complete opposite in my opinion. Like I was huge on the walkout spot. I really? thought other than the table spot, it was the best part of the match. Because after yo, know, after that match ended, it was when they did the little mutual respect thing. Yeah. It kind of annoyed me. But when I saw Cena sit in the corner, um, I was like he. Like, before they even kind of, you know, they they let Roman's music play through, and before they focused on him, I was like, I kind of feel like Cena's just sulking it in right now in the corner. And you could, like, and I don't know. I don't know if he's that good of an actor anymore, or if he really, anymore. Like, he's anymore. a great actor. <laughs> but, but, like, I don't know if he's, like, that was such a bad <laughs> use of the term. <laughs> like, um, I don't know if he's that good of an actor where he was like, I'm going to act like, you know, this is my last time in a ring, or if he was really soaking it in to the point where, like, he's transitioning into, like, you know, what The Rock was. Right. Uh, and he really was soaking it in. And then when they came back to him and they focused on him and you could see him emotionally going through it, like, I bought it 100%. And if that was all, if that was all just him, like, if that was all at work, like, good on him, man, because I, I bought into it real hard. And for me, that was like the highlight of the match was that salute
1: yeah no t- i i totally i mean you know I, I like i so well so we'll definitely obviously disagree on the walkout spot but i thought that it was uh, going back to what you said at the very very beginning about him being kind of like almost a satire of himself i agree like that that kind of stuff took me out of the match too but when i realized that they started turning it up and that I was like, "Oh shit!" Like this match is going to go like 25, 30 minutes. Like that first ten minutes was needed to kind of just ease into the match. So like I get it, but once they turned on the gas, man, like I thought it was one of the better matches of the year, personally just from just from a like just from a wrestling standpoint and like the an effort standpoint. I mean, the selling got a little less kind of phony, you know, for lack of a better term, with Cena. Um, and I thought Reigns did tremendously well. Um, both sold their ass off. Both took. Massive bumps. I think there was a little too many false finishes for my liking. If I had to nitpick, there was a lot on some really big moves. And, you know, now after seeing Cena walking out, you know, it makes a little bit more sense. Like, if if he was going out, and this is going to be the last one for a while, like, he's hitting, like, you know, nine AA's or whatever. But, um yeah man I, I I thought that the end of the match was so damn good that I really bought and this you know I might be in the minority here but I bought the whole respect thing between him and reigns i I thought it worked I thought that the crowd most of them bought into it um, I certainly did I love that moment and yeah with him in the corner and then kind of coming to his uh, coming to his feet and and saying a goodbye for for how long I don't know but um it worked for me I, I was I was I was really enjoying you know pretty much all that after about minute eight or ten in the match
0: yeah I didn't buy in on the mutual respect thing but it's I don't know I just you for whatever like and you know we we kind of do um take very far opposite standpoints on things certain times <laughs> of this course. is one of the few this is, like, one of the few things that, like, everything you say, I'm going to say the opposite, and everything I say, I think you're going to think the opposite. And I'm, I'm going to actually roll that right into the next thing, because what I'm buying in on is Nia Jax, and I don't know if we stand on the same plane, you know, as far as Nia Jax goes.
1: No, Connor, I'm with you, dude. Um, Nia was the star of the show there. Uh, in my opinion, I thought that Bliss was booked brilliantly in terms of and, and, and executed brilliantly in the way that she pulled off the match and was able to kind of overcome the odds and outsmart everybody but holy shit I mean you know this was Nia's night to shine I, 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 I said it I believe when we did our predictions quickly before the Richard Holiday interview that I thought that Nia was going to be booked strong here but she can't win because as we saw Asuka's coming and you don't want Nia to have a match like this win this amazing five-way match only to lose a month later because I really think Oscar's coming and taking the title straight away so and when, As- when
0: Asuka when Oscar does come and take the title Naya and Oscar I think is gonna be phenomenal
1: yes absolutely. like that that's gonna
0: be a feud that's gonna be like I think in the beginning very underrated and I I, I don't know like I think Oscar and Naya Jax has to be a mania match
1: no I think I, I totally agree um, I, I think she's
0: getting if, so good
1: yeah she's getting great. Um, you know what it is too, Connor? I really think it's just a sense that she really kind of understands her character better and feels a little bit more comfortable because she finally looks like she's in a groove in the ring in terms of the way that she sells, the way that she reacts, the way that she carries herself, her body language is confident now and not kind of very cautious and timid. She's, you know, and just like you said, you're buying into her. It's because she's selling something good, man. I mean, she's really turned it up. And it's crazy, man. Bailey's still getting booed. Um, Sasha's kind of in the middle. It's a weird kind of thing going on in the women's division, really. I mean, Alexa gets a mix, mixed reaction. There's nobody that anybody's really firmly behind at this point. I just feel like everybody's kind of 50-50 on, on, on everyone.
0: I don't know, man. Now I got that crowd love. I don't care if you said it was local. Bro, LA is not San Diego. Like, That's I don't true. care what you say. That's like, true. It was, it was like, I don't know, that's like showing up in Philly and like, you know what I mean? Like someone from New York getting cheered and be like, oh, well, it's local. Like it's It's, not bad. Yeah, because that is pretty much the
1: same distance. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: like, I don't know, man, like I, I, I'm buying into it. I think a lot of people are. And like, good. Like you said, man, she looks confident, which is awesome. And that was always kind of like the thing with her, right? Like Naya would come out and like, she'd have this character and this music, but she would like kind of smile like when she came out and like, you could just tell she wasn't really there yet which is totally fine i mean that fucking happens like you know that happens to all of us but like she's totally she's totally fucking getting into it and it's awesome i love it and i want it for her you know what i mean like she she rules she's awesome i'm like i'm i'm a super huge nia Jax fan and I, i'm, I'm all about it
1: I listen. I've come a long way on Nia. I mean, I've always said, you know, even when she was in NXT, and we we talked about it probably a year ago on the show, where you know, once it clicks for her, the sky's the limit because you know of of the fact that she's not like most girls, and I don't even mean that as you know to to like put a dig on her, like you know, she she absolutely looks like no one else on the roster in the best way possible. And it's similar to a guy like Strowman or, or something like that, uh, you know, with, with, with kind of the men where it's like if that person gets the hand of the title, like what they'll be able to do with it, how long they'll actually be able to hold it. You know what I mean? Like it starts yeah. those kind of discussions because, you know, at the end of the day, they still do have to build somebody like up enough for the fans to buy in the fact that that person would then lose the title. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like, Right, yeah. And, and so I, I, I couldn't agree more, man. Naya was the star of the show. Alexa was brilliant. Bailey was okay. Sasha was okay. I I, I want to root for them. I really do. I, I want them to do well. But man, when... And especially with Emma. And I hate to... I, I've always been a fan of Emma. But everything she did was so incredibly, noticeably choreographed. And yeah. especially with her and Sasha, man. It's just like, okay, one move into the next move, into the yep. next move. And it's like... Damn, man! Um, you know it, tra-
0: person, it translates bad on TV.
1: Yeah, it really does, and I can only imagine what it looks like in person, like up close. Yeah. But, um, but you know, uh, I will say this though: you mentioned, or we were just talking about, kind of you know those champions and things like that, and people getting built up enough for the fans to buy the fact that they would be champion. Which brings me to what your opinion so badly of Neville losing the cruiserweight championship to Enzo Amare. <laughs>
0: All right, so real quick before I actually give my opinion on this, I do want to say one thing about that women's match. <clears> oh, after the um the powerbomb to Nia Jax, like the four person powerbomb to Nia Jax off the apron, they uh, when Emma and um Bliss came back into the ring, the four of them were looking at each other. And I don't know if it was to like raise tensions in the ring like okay, we're like we got Nia out and we're the four left or if it was Holy fuck, did we just kill Nia Jax? I couldn't really tell right. what the reaction was by their faces. But I honestly think that there was a split second. Because Nia, man, Nia took that that on her neck. She took the whole thing on her neck.
1: It was a super and, high landing, man. Yeah. Yeah,
0: And, like, there, there just had to be a split second when they all made eye contact. Like, okay, fuck. Like, crisis averted. She's moving. Yes. Like, let's go. And yes. I, that's – I do want to bring that up because, like, she – She took that like a fucking champ and she got back up two minutes later and was back in the ring and like hats off to Um, Nia. But let's get into Enzo and Neville. Um, I think and Lance Storm said it best on Twitter um, right after Enzo Amore won the cruiserweight title. And I quote Lance Storm. I'm less upset about David Arquette now. So that's something sad face emoji. So (laughs) I think that is the absolute best way to describe the ending of the cruiserweight championship match. Neville deserves so much more on the roster in general. There are tons of guys in the cruiserweight division that deserve that title. And Cedric Alexander is, I'm a huge Cedric fan. Um, I think he is the person who should be highlighting that division if it's going to move on from Neville. Um, I get it. Like there were some people that were like, oh, well, you know, everyone complains the cruiserweight division doesn't have character development and with and so you're getting a character. Yeah, you're getting a character, and that's literally it. That is literally all you're getting is a character. You're you're getting a guy who hands you know, who just fucking talks into a microphone, and the fact that Neville had to take a pin from this guy in his first cruiserweight championship match is bullshit. Neville is so fucking underappreciated by this company, and I know that says a lot because, oh, he's been the Cruiserweight Champion because, you know, since it's really, since he's really, who did he beat? It was fucking, um, oh my god, I can't even fucking remember anymore. It was Zima, not Zima Ion, that he was at an <sighs> impact. Dude, what the fuck, oh, Perkins, CJ Perkins. Yeah. When he, you know, like, <laughs> Zima Similar, Ion.
1: actually, no, similar. <laughs> I, that's, I could see that, I, yeah, I could see that, okay.
0: Yeah, so, you know what I mean, but um yeah man like it, it's just been a placeholder for neville it's something for neville to do and that's why i think that he's undervalued neville should be doing so much more neville should be beating the miz neville should seriously if jinder mahal is wwe champion neville should be in the fucking man event picture like that's all i'm saying right. and that's that's my rant i don't know if you have anything to add but fucking do you
1: i i mean i i agree with lance storm Um, I, I can't believe that a guy whose crowd reactions have been getting less and less and a guy who is clearly, you know, not well liked backstage in real, like the real deal, right? Everybody knows that it's, I'm not, you know, that's not a groundbreaking revelation. Everybody knows that he's then rewarded with the title. However, I'm just going to throw this out here, right? We always complain that there's very few guys in WWE that are heels that get true heat. Okay? Cruiserweights need characters, okay? And I'm just throwing this out here. I have no idea if they're even going in this direction, but clearly Enzo turned heel tonight, I think. So, as you mentioned, people like Cedric Alexander, you know, deserve opportunities and people that are, and he gets one title match and he, and he beats the guy who's held the title for however long. If Enzo starts Totally healing on the crowd and the cruiserweight division and being like, you guys had to go through this big fat tournament, learn all these fancy wrestling moves and kill yourself and jump off the top rope. I come in, bada bing, bada boom, how you doing? And I'm the champ. And nobody in this world thinks I could even you know, lock up with any of You know what I mean? Like, and I have your title and he just keeps beating people because he cheats and wins.
0: Yeah, that's the only way it works. And you know, it's not going to happen.
1: I know it's totally not going to happen, but it would be kind of cool, right?
0: Yeah, like, it It, it would, it's, it's almost, and, like, I hate to, like, be that asshole, but it's too good of a story. It, like it, it, it just is. is. Like, it, it honestly, God just is. Like, and the state, like, we've talked about this, the state of, like, the story, like, creative continuity is right. not, it is not in a good position, so I don't think that's gonna hit. But you're totally right. It's the only way that it works, and it would work brilliantly.
1: Right, but chances of that happening, slim to none, right?
0: Slim, slim to none. <laughs>
1: um, let's see, let's see, let's see, um... Oh, hey, uh, speaking of, you know, one guy that did get a hometown pop definitely was the Miz. That was awesome.
0: Yeah, that was awesome. That was great. No um, pun intended.
1: Good, uh, good match. Um, I yeah. mean, I don't have much to say. It was a good opener. I thought Jordan did really well, but he was, he was booed out of the building.
0: Oh yeah, he was. I, I feel bad for the guy, man. He's really holding his own in, um, really holding his own in the ring. And he's got great matches with great talents and, uh. He's just, it, it, the Kurt Angle storyline fucking killed him. Like it was like yeah. it was just like a shot before he even had a chance to get off the ground and run, and that's really sad.
1: I think it's unfair with the way that the crowd's treating him. I mean, yo, he went out and busted his ass against Cena and Reigns, and like I understand that like Cena and Reigns are pros, and it's like you can't have a bad match with them, but he had a good match with both of them. It wasn't just like oh, Cena carried them through. It like both of them were really good.
0: He uh, didn't and he didn't write the current angle storyline so it's bullshit no. that he takes the brunt for yeah, it. Like it, it, it just sucks. Yeah, it just it. sucks all around.
1: Um but no, I mean good opener Miz. Uh, I think you and I talked about it. No shot that he loses because, you know, he's got that numbers thing going on and I think it's going to keep rising and rising in terms of rain. Um let's see. <laughs> Balor, Speaking uh, of
0: rain, I actually, you know what they on No Mercy um they said that Reigns is on Miss TV tomorrow. I think Reigns is the next challenger.
1: It uh, let's see. I mean, you know, Ms. TV should be interesting tomorrow with Reigns for sure. Um and and I'm actually also interested. We're not watching Raw Talk at the moment. So, you know, we'll probably ta- if anything controversial or big happens on Raw Talk, I'm sure we'll be talking about it on the flagship. But um so, you know, there might be an announcement there as well for other things. We're going to see cuz I know Cena was going to be on Raw Talk. So that that could be something.
0: Um
1: Ooh. Balor Wyatt quickly Connor. Um wow, Balor uh gets attacked pre-match. I'm thinking pfft, Easy out, he loses, he could say he got attacked, rematch, you know, best out of three, whatever. Gets attacked pre-match, still beats Bray. Bray never wins.
0: Yeah, I I thought that this was like, I I was in the same mindset that you were with the pre-match attack. Um, Shocked, I guess, I guess is the way to go. And Bray's like been on fire recently the past couple weeks. Um, Can't believe they did it. Honestly, can't believe they did it that's that's where I'm at it's a good feud man like keep running with it like don't I, I don't know pra- well now, praising, praising well other now ones Hear me out on
1: this one right so Lesnar just fought at SummerSlam and he just fought at No Mercy we have tables ladders and chairs before Survivor Series and you know he ain't working both of them because Royal Rumble's coming up too okay hear me out Lesnar is the champ Reigns is on Miz TV to open the show The guy that Reigns defeated has moved on. He's gone. He's he's obviously going away for a very long time. Finn Balor just got this massive win after being attacked, especially if he just beat Bray for the second time as the man after he was attacked. He's also moving on. We have tables, ladders, and chairs coming up for the Raw brand. We already have Oscar's debut, so that's going to draw some ratings. We don't need Lesnar. So on Miz TV, Reigns is out there. He says he's the new number one contender, but out comes Finn Bauer to say not so fast. He still hasn't gotten his rematch for the Universal Championship. And then the match is made. Tables, ladders, and chairs main event. Roman Reigns, Finn Balor for the number one contendership at Survivor Series.
0: That's good. I like it. I hope, man, I, I because I don't want it to be like, cool, Finn's done with Bray now finn is facing titus o'neill right right. like like, you know what i mean like i don't want it because that happened like okay cool like finn's here finn's here finn's here um oh shit finn's here uh dude you're with elias tonight i guess like i don't want that to happen again so they better have something planned for him it seems like they do um and they better just fucking follow through with it
1: well, one like I said, you know, we, we or, you know before we hadn't really talked too much about the show. We wanted to keep it organic, but one thing that I did text you, I said, hmm, you know, like, you know, why it's expendable again, and that was that you know that was an easily protected loss for Balor. He still goes over, and I had text you. I said they must be you know grooming him for something big. You know, like I said, Reigns is moving on. Finn looks like to be moving on. Uh, they they I thought they tore the house down when they worked the last time. So, uh, we shall see, but that'll be interesting. Something to look forward to, uh, feel bad for Bray Wyatt though. For real. <laughs>
0: you know, you know, you know who fucking tears the house down is the bar every fucking time they're in the ring.
1: sorrow's teeth, man. Holy
0: Dude. shit. Oh, I felt bad, man. Do you see his face? Like, do you see his face when he realized he had knocked teeth out?
1: It was bad. I felt terrible. I mean, that's like, a, I, I mean, imagine realizing that on live fucking television in the middle of a match and the pain you're going through.
0: Dude, you could see the horror in his face. Like, he came up and, like, he made eye contact with Sheamus almost for, like, validation of, is it as bad as I think it is? Yeah. And, like, I don't mean to laugh, but, like, that was such a human moment. And, like, very rarely do we get to see them as humans in the ring. And when we do, it's never because of a good thing. You know what I mean? So, like, to see kind of, like, his face, you saw, I mean, you could see the pain and, like, the fear and just looking for validation of someone be like... Please tell me that my teeth are still in my face. Right, and they weren't. Right. And, I mean, that, I mean, and not for nothing, the blood really added a nice flair to an already great match.
1: The match was absolutely incredible. And you're right. And and it's just proof. Color always, you know, in the right spot in a grudge match like that, it totally worked. It obviously wasn't planned. Um but right. man, all four unless unless
0: Cesaro is a fucking badass and he did win, yeah. that <laughs> like,
1: unless he's a total fucking psycho.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> hey, I have a great idea. Like, <laughs> not,
0: you know, yeah, seriously. Real um, quick, too. I tweeted. I don't know. I don't know if you've seen like a Ford commercial lately, but the Ford F-150 commercial is um like they go through the whole fucking commercial and then they say um it doesn't raise the bar. It is the bar. And I heard like that. A, yes. Yeah, that's like a real fucking thing that happens. I tweeted it yesterday and with just like Cesaro and Seamus tagged in it. And I mean they both liked it, so they must know about it. But I just want to know what goes on in their head the first time they heard that commercial. Like that's you've got to be fantastic. fucking kidding me. Like we've been doing this for months.
1: That is so fantastic. Yeah, I uh, it is crazy. I remember the first I haven't I haven't seen it in a little bit, but I do remember seeing it for the first time and I was like, no, come on. But you know, I, I, somebody in the Ford marketing department's probably a wrestling fan and no heard the bar and I, you never know, you know, it I happens.
0: Love, I love, dude, it had to have happened. It was, it, it just, it, that's definitely how it happened. No one thought of that in Ford. Like, I'm sorry. No.
1: Um, but, uh, yeah, man, tag match. Amazing. All four guys. Listen, I don't know how it happens because, um, you know, obviously they retained and this was kind of a rematch, but. Fuck, man! I'll see them wrestle again. Tables, tables ladders, and chairs. Let's go! I, I let these guys go again. I mean, I love the Good Brothers, Gallows, and Anderson. Love those guys, but like, no way. This is the matchup right here. This is it. They
0: should go. They should go for a while. Honestly, this is, I, like, like honest an Usos,
1: this is like an USO's new day deal. Just, just go. Keep going. Yeah. Just I yeah.
0: Care. I was, I, I was even gonna say like the Hardy Boys and the, uh, Edge and Christian. Like just, oh, just yeah. let them keep going. Like forever. Like just let him go forever. Like
1: And I'll and I'll even go as far as saying that all four guys are in the primes of their career, and I know that Sheamus is is, is, is a little bit older than all these guys, but honestly, man, like listen, I and I've been very critical on the show of Sheamus, man. When when Sheamus is just his lone self Celtic warrior bullshit I, it's just not for me. It's always a channel changer. Sheamus with Cesaro, I fucking love him. He's great. He's he's turned it up a notch and in a different way in the ring. I think the way that him and Cesaro work together is fantastic. And I want to see them run on top. I, I You know, it, it looked like they were still kind of together. They didn't tease a breakup. I don't want them to go anywhere. Um, it's Much respect for all I mean- four guys.
0: Like we were, we were all so pissed when they started that best of seven series, and <laughs> literally the best fucking thing came out of it, like that it's we could ever imagine.
1: It's unbelievable. Um, so here we are. Uh, main event. We got to get to it before we get going. Brock Lesnar defeats Braun Strowman. Um, what did you think of the match?
0: Dude, anytime Braun Strowman is in a heavyweight or super heavyweight versus super heavyweight bout, it always delivers. Like you could throw him in there with any super heavyweight, and it's going to be a great match. Um, was kind of shocked Braun didn't go over. I thought he was going to, um, but dude, I, I'm huge Braun fan. Like I, I love him. I a love lot of Braun. Are, man, huge
1: pop for Braun tonight.
0: Yeah, huge pop for Braun. I love what Braun is doing for super heavyweights. Um, and dude, every time he's in the ring with with another one, it's fucking incredible.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, listen. Uh, it's tough, right? Like Braun can come back from this. He put up a hell of a fight, dude. Like straight up, man. And they sold it really well. And it was one of the few things that the announcers did right tonight. And I'll just I'll get to that after we're we're, we're done with all the matches. But um, they really sold the fact that nobody has manhandled Brock like this ever. And it's true. It's not yeah. bullshit that they just spew. Nobody has seen Lesnar get fucking owned in a wrestling ring like this before, and booked to be destroyed this much. Like, Strowman- and I mean, what,
0: we were like, we were like a minute in, and Strowman picked him up for a running power slam already. Like, it was it was what choke slam or uh, suplex gets right up from it, choke slams him, picks his ass up, running power slam. Like, just in that, I was like, holy, holy shit! Like that that thirty second interaction just proves how high everyone is on Braun Strowman. Yes. Like that, that right there. Like you, you don't, you don't, unless you're Goldberg, like Goldberg is the only other person who's been able and Goldberg won the match. I get it. It's a little bit different, but Goldberg is the only other person to walk into a ring and just like fuck Brock Lesnar up right off the bat.
1: Right. And, and that's why I think it was so much different in that this match actually went, you know what, it probably went how long? Hold on. I have it up right here. Is it up? Do they have it? Oh, okay. The time's not up yet, but, um, you know, I, I it probably went somewhere around 10 minutes, I'd say. Um, okay, here it is, nine minutes. Um, and, yeah, so, like, you know, he dominated where, where Goldberg got one over on him real fast. Like, Stroman dominated probably six of those nine minutes. And it felt longer than nine minutes to me personally.
0: It, it definitely felt longer than nine minutes. And you're right. I mean, it, it is different because, like— you know, like I said like I said before even Goldberg got in there, got one over and he won. It was like a little bit. I mean, Strowman was in there. And I mean Samoa Joe, too, at Great Balls of Fire, was given some freedoms with Lesnar as well. Um and I mean honestly. That's true. Dude, like, That's true. Yeah. And like I said this after we did the Great Balls of Fire. Not a review, but it was the flagship show. Like, bro, if you're gonna go in there and like go like that with Brock, Brock's got some respect for you. So Absolutely. Like Dude, it's it's gonna happen for Braun. This isn't like this is something that Braun can absolutely recover from. That wasn't even a question in my head. Like when this ended.
1: No, now again, that's that that's another question. I mean, you know, I'm I'm talking about this whole Finn and Roman type of sort of deal. Um, You know, do do they go back to Strowman Reigns uh, for a number one contender spot? Who knows. Um, but no, overall, I thought, I thought the match was, I thought the match was great. Both guys worked their asses off and, and told a great story in the ring. I really, I mean, I I think Lesnar holds it all the way through mania. I really do. Um, I think it's going to, you know, Reigns is just getting built and built and built. If if, (laughs) man, I would, I would keep him so far away from winning the Royal Rumble. I would keep him away from the Royal Rumble straight up. Who, Who Reigns? Roman, I'd keep him yeah, so absolutely. far oh, away from the fucking Rumble, dude.
0: If, like, if I have to shut off another Royal Rumble, I'm going to be fucking pissed. i pay for this shit. Like, I ain't trying to fucking be turning my TV off.
1: No, 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 I no. I do not want to do that. But overall, um, what did you think, Connor? No mercy. There was a lot of hype. Two big, big matches. What, what were your thoughts overall?
0: Dude, I'm giving it a solid B+.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'd agree. Yeah, overall, I thought it was and great. One,
0: yeah. And honestly, if you strike enzo and neville off of the record i give it an a minus like it was a good it was an awesome show like show was amazing
1: yeah i thought front to back i mean i was i was i was entertained throughout i thought everybody i thought everybody with the exception of a few did really 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 well i thought all the matches you know went off without a hitch for the most part um yeah man i'd say b plus to an a minus for sure one of the better shows um, of the year uh, but this was this was fun man rapid fire i can't believe this has been almost 30 minutes already
0: yeah dude time goes quick just in general and life it's weird
1: <laughs> oh man well on that note it is late and connor and i are playing hurt so <laughs> we'll wrap there uh connor any final thoughts on no mercy before we get going
0: uh no nah, man i wasn't kind of threw me for a loop with that i was still contemplating the the theory of relativity over here. So,
1: <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, listen, thank you so much for joining me and Connor on the first post-pay-per-view show. We'll be back for the weekday flagship. And until then, you know where to come for your fix.